0: thanks so much for joining us welcome to the michelle meow show today is sunday so that means we will be hearing from bb sweetbriar let's welcome it's everything with bb sweetbriar
1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of It's Everything with me, your hostess, Bibi Sweetbriar. We are the Sunday segment of the Michelle Meow Show every week. And today is November the 15th. Can you believe that we are basically six weeks away from 2015 saying goodbye bye? I. I don't know where the time has flown, but it has flown obviously faster than I was prepared to fly. Um, so I, I just if you have, I haven't even begun to even think about holiday shopping, you know. Whatever holiday you, you, you know, Kwanzaa, um, Christmas, um, uh, all of them out there. Um, I, If you have to do some shopping, go, you know, uh you have to go ahead and do it because the time is going really quickly. But welcome to the show. And um, today is kind of dedicated to one of my favorite drag queens out there in the industry. Happened to be a runner-up on season three's RuPaul's Drag Race. And that's Manila Luzon. I adore her. We're going to actually have an interview as well as a little bit of a listening party to some of the hits that I love, um, including her her very new single called ice cream and yes it's a a, if you you're gonna listen to the song and love it but you definitely need to go to youtube and check out the video um that's one thing i love about manila she does videos for all almost all of her songs that she's recorded and they're all very very good but before we get to the interview and in the listening party i want to go over a few things that that have occurred or, or occurred or are occurring um that you may be aware of but you may not. Um, This past week was the GLAD um, hashtag This is my story Gala here in San Francisco. And it was, you know, long ago, or I think it's been the second year that they've actually done the show that's a little bit different than their regular program where they would do awards to non-LGBT media for doing a great job of representing the Uh, LGBTQ community honestly and fairly in their media Uh, and that's what the media awards are for that are held in Los Angeles and in New York. San Francisco used to be a part of that but two years ago um, it stopped and they kind of changed the direction of the gala or the show and now they award the awards actually go to LGBTQ people in the media um, and for their leadership and what they're doing to progress um, the LGBTQ community forward. So it could be social media as well as TV, film, all of that. So uh, I kind of, to be honest with you, I enjoy that a whole lot more when I'm sitting in the audience and able to watch my fellow community members be recognized for a job well done um, over the years. So I, I attended the event and had a wonderful time oh i had to take a take a little sip of water there i uh, had a wonderful time because some of my good people were there in the in the audience with me and i was able to see some of the awards that were given out to people that i totally respect and one of those people that received an award happened to be someone that I didn't realize I had met in the past um, while he was a resident of San Francisco. And that was Tyler Oakley. And I appreciated seeing him on the red carpet as he walked apart across and, you know, he says, oh my God, I love you. I used to come to your trivia night. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So it was really fun to see him. Now he's on his way for those of you who, Uh, follow him on Twitter. He's on his way to um, do the great race. Uh, What is that thing called? America's the great race, the reality show where they, um, what is it called? The great race, the, America, whatever it is, y'all know what I'm talking about, where you have your best friend or your spouse or whatever, and um, you do that thing. So um, good luck to him on that. But he received the Davidson Ballatini uh, Award uh, that night for all that he has done. And you know, he has a new book out. He has his talk show, his podcast. He's, he's a man of all things out there in the media. So he was one of the awardees. Megan Smith received the Rick uh, Weiland um, Award. Um, you know, she worked um, a part of Google. Um, and uh, DeRay uh, McKesson received the an award for his work with um, Black Lives Matter. Um, then we had Leo Sheng, um, um, who was a part of InstaPride. And we also brought, um, they also brought and honored the uh, couple that, I can't remember who actually, um, When gay marriage was um, uh, a part of um, federal, became a federal right, a federal law, um, they brought over some people, they had a contest and brought over some people, I think it was five individuals from across the world where they couldn't get married, and they got married here, and there was a couple from shanghai that got married and they brought them back and honored them and i'm gonna try and pronounce their right it was wrong thing duane and tai tai Lee. um those two were honored i i think i probably butchered those names but so be it my name gets butchered all the time too so there you go um so it was a great show i totally enjoyed it all it looked like there was you know very few seats vacant um so i think the turnout was was um very big for them um so that was the glad uh this is my story gala wrap up now one thing that we actually had an author on the show a couple of months ago i do believe it's been that long um with jake Biondi, who who's the author of boys the boys town series And he just released the Boys Town Series 4 edition of his book. It came out on Friday the 13th, um, this past Friday. And um, I just wanted to say, you know, I wish him the best in this because, as we spoke of on our show when we interviewed him, he is, of course, trying to get the, the book series turned into an actual TV series. And um, with this edition, he's added a few new characters, including an Asian character, which goes to, you know, Jake tries to make his characters very diverse and full rep, uh, representative of the LGBTQ community. And it was lacking, I guess, in its Asian awareness of population, so he brought on an Asian character um, for this particular book. Now, the cover is always hot. His covers are always hot, and this one does not um, disappoint us because there's there's like about a dozen guys on the cover of, of this book, and two of them are friends of mine and well and as well as models that I totally adore in um Brad Jan and Pablo Hernandez. And both of them are, of course, Andrew Christian models and and more. They they're both entrepreneurs and do a lot of good things, but they're on the cover. So if that gives you any idea of how hot that cover is, then you'll want to look at it. Now you can purchase um Boys Town Season Four on Jake Beyond and that's B-I-O-N-D-I.com. um, as well as it is available on Amazon and other uh, retail outlets online. But that kind of does it for me um, for my first segment. And uh, we're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we'll be joined by the one and only uh, Manila Luzon. (music)
2: Already. Let's go! Tell me which
3: one of y'all wanna take me home It's getting real hot, I'm drip-dropping off my cone <laughs> Boys getting hot, i surfing out the back of my truck I got 31 flavors, tell me which one you wanna it up to- Better Get it the- get into my swirl
4: You scream, you scream, we
3: They better bring a big plastic cup I got 30 more flavors Tell me which one you wanna Better get into my swirl Oh, I ain't no picky, girl
4: Better get into my swirl You know I like sticky pearls Ice cream is really on sweet. You're on yummy Ice cream is really on sweet. Screamy, screamy, all the sweet. We'll rise with vanilla, manila! Sprinkle it on top of me, sprinkle it on top of me. Sprinkle it on top of me, sprinkle it on top of me. You can do it softly. Give me all the toppings, whipping cream. Top
2: it with a cherry, mmm, yummy. Uh, I said, mmm, yummy. Uh, oh, I said, mmm, yummy. Uh, uh, mmm, yummy. Uh, uh, mm, yummy. uh, uh mm, yummy. Oh, manila, I got oh, you. Oh, mm, you. you know Georgie, Forgie, love putting in pie. He used to kiss the girls and make them cry. And he loved to give vanilla. Manila's side he said, He went straight to buy. Ben and Jerry want that, that manila, manila flavor. Like vanilla Haagen-Dazs, mixed in uh-huh. Jaeger with popped cherries. That uh-huh. berry we say, but be my girl. Join me in that Mila's behavior, uh. We in here churning babies, horse and carriage bobbles, that Hermes baby We searching for more dicks than Dick Tracy, like Caitlyn, Jenna, and Warren Baby. I'm here to usher new era, but I got one confession, I wanna put it in your b- How about we call it concessions, got me rubbing cold stones in your body, you bet that Lickin' creamsicles, smudgeicles, all over the girl girls' watch e into my swirl, oh I ain't no dicky girl Better get e into my swirl,
3: you know I like sticky pearls
4: Ice cream, you scream, me all scream, we mm, all mm, scream, yummy, I scream, you all scream, yummy, yummy. I scream, you scream, all scream, I scream, <laughs> <laughs> we'll scream. Mm, Ice cream, you vanilla.
1: Okay, that was wonderful. Did you guys enjoy that? I did, I did, I did, I did. That was Ice Cream by Manila Luzon, who happens to be our subject in our interview coming up. Now, many of the drag stars to come out of RuPaul's Drag Race have become recording artists, but there isn't one of them that has taken on the music industry more in abundance than the most loved Heather from Season 3, Manila Luzon. Now, with her current single that you just heard, Ice Cream, Manila, has released, more videos than I can even dare to count. Six official singles and a full-length studio album, Eternal Queen, since her runner-up finish on RuPaul's Drag Grace. I um, spoke with Manila in a pre-recorded interview for y'all as she was preparing for her visit back here to San Francisco uh, next week, or next Sunday exactly, on the 22nd for Joshua J's party Big Top at Bow in the Castro District of San Francisco, and hopefully she will perform Ice Cream as well as uh, some of her other hits. But that's with, you know, without further ado, you definitely want to hear from the one and only Manila Luzon. Here's our interview. Hi, it's Manila. Hi, how are you?
5: (laughs) I'm good, how are you?
1: I'm fine, thank you. Um, I haven't had an opportunity to ever really speak with you on such a uh, professional level, and I'm I'm glad I have an opportunity to do so now.
2: Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad to I'm glad to participate, yeah.
1: <laughs> You know, looking at RuPaul's Drag Race from season to season has become kind of a way of life over the last eight years or so. That I think we, yeah, isn't forget- it crazy? Yeah, you know, isn't it- it's- I think we sometimes forget because people such as yourself who have been able to. Contain continue with growing in your career and being um and being oh, visible a lot that we forget like for you it's been five years since you've been on the show.
2: Yeah, some people forget, but I don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this for a really long time now, and the crazy
1: thing is is that
2: I never ever expected it to last.
1: I mean, of course, we know that, you know, the girls that go on the show um, to do their thing that, you know, there's obviously some hope that the exposure will uh, elevate your career to something better than it was before, of course. But yeah, did you ever think that you I mean, you've traveled the world. You know what i mean i'm not you haven't traveled LA. Yeah. you haven't traveled yeah you know, you've traveled it, it's
2: become it's become a world a post track has become a worldwide phenomenon it's like now it's being i mean it's it's always been downloaded illegally <laughs> in different countries forever, but now it's like starting to show up on Netflix and stuff like that in different countries so yeah, I and mean, the audience keeps expanding every year, you know what I mean so yeah. it's like
5: you know, it might have been five years ago for me, but now I'm just, like, my season
2: might just be starting to play somewhere, you know, on the other side of the world, so it's kind of cool. But, yeah, I, we've got to, you know, I've got to travel a lot, which is really awesome.
1: Yeah. I, I, well, is there like, place, Well, this is going to be a two-part <clears throat> question. Is there some place that you have been able to perform at that you were extremely, like, shocked that, number one, that was an opportunity to do so, and then number two, my second part of the question is, where is it that you would like to pe- to perform that you haven't done so?
2: Um, I have ended up in some of the the like craziest places because of RuPaul's Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Um, a place that. I couldn't even tell you where it's on the map, like, this is just, and this is just here in the States, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I've gone to so many cities all over the country, um, that I would never, ever think I would ever be showing up in. Right. And it's great, because, um, especially when you go to, like, these, you know, smaller towns, mm-hmm. it's, like, a really big deal, because, you know, People in smaller towns don't always have the opportunities of like, you know, people they see on television just randomly showing up at their favorite club. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, yeah.
2: Like, I really love the response, my, you know, from the from the audiences in smaller towns. But like places like Brazil, like they're they're insane and they're insanely like um, in love with the show RuPaul's Drag Race and everything about it. So it's really cool to, like, get to go to places like Brazil or, you know, you know in Europe or Asia mm-hmm. um, and perform in drag in these, like, different, you know, countries. But I, I never really intended on going to. I've got to go to so many places. It's, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, I got to go to Manila. That was, was really, really fun.
1: Okay, that's kind of where your name comes from, like Manila the City and Luzon the island, right? Yeah.
2: So it's um so it was really really fun to go out there for the first time and perform in drag. It, it was like a, a surreal experience. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I have been traveling to Asia a lot more. I just got back from Hong Kong last month, and then was to Singapore and the Philippines. So I really want to go to Tokyo. Oh. Not, like not many girls go to have been to Japan. Um. I don't know if it's like the club scene out there is different, or maybe the Show isn't
1: as popular out there? I'm not sure, but I still want to go. I would love to, yeah. to go. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of seems like since the show and since definitely, um, you know, how much uh, the heightened awareness of drag has become since RuPaul's Drag Race has become so popular, that it's almost like you all have become ambassadors of, you know, LGBTQ life to a lot of places, like the place that you're talking about you've been to that you never would even have thought of, you know, being, you know, Tom Pock, Ohio, or something, whatever, and yeah, you're exactly. there, and it's almost like because you know regular households watch the show, that for some people you are the first contact that they've ever had with real baseball. Yeah.
2: Folk. Also, also, it's it's a it's very different from what anyone really experiences that much. Unlike, um, you know, like. Stereotypes or generalizations. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're like really, really effeminate men, Mm -hmm. you know, dressing up (laughs) in women's clothes, and we don't give a shit. (laughs) And it's really empowering because there are a lot of sissies out there who never really had, like, um, you know, like okay, it's not in like their dream to become some like you know gigantic muscle like hunk. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm
5: -hmm. Sometimes
2: you know they don't have to. They don't want to like um, you know keep that masculine, like you know, facade mm-hmm. that society tells men to do. It's it's nice when you see like a, ma- a man who is flaming and on fire and in a wig. I mm-hmm. mean, it's really cool because um, you know, we have a lot of young people who are starting to you know express themselves, you know, and embrace their femininity, mm-hmm. or their
6: distinctness. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Which yeah. is really
2: cool. Um, and you know, a lot of a lot of people are trying drag uh, that you know they would never they
5: would
2: never do it you know even even guys that um like think they're like you know more of a masculine or maybe they're like the top or something like that Mm -hmm. they'll throw themselves up in like a wig and stuff and play it around and feel like beautiful trust
1: me it's, it's i think drag should be a part of that rite of passage to gay, love, <laughs> to be gay. I think. Right. I, yeah. like just on dress. Right. I think everybody like needs to do that. I feel like, like a woman. <laughs> just a
2: little bit.
1: Yeah. You do not get your gay card until you've done. You know, like it's almost like a, a fraternity initiation. You have to do all this crap. You have to dress up and drag at least once to experience it. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. You know, and
2: occasionally, uh, occasionally, you're um, you'll run into some some homo who hasn't. Ever put on a dress yet and you're like, Well, you just
5: get
1: some time. Right. Get some time. <laughs> and you, and then to and, and then the you gotta tell away. them and then you gotta tell them and not only do you have to do it, I you're gonna wanna keep doing it, trust me. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not addictive. You're gonna keep wanting to do it. <sighs> okay. Well that was part one of our interview. We're gonna go into part two when we return from these messages. We'll be right back.
6: I'm Heklina. I've been doing drag here in San Francisco for almost 20 years. And uh, over the past couple months, I just opened up my club, Oasis. It's been going really well. People really seem to appreciate the space. It's something people say San Francisco really needs right now because the city has been changing a lot. I always had this attitude of of opening a space that was kind of like for everybody. And that's just kind of the attitude and the the,
1: Welcome back. Thank you for staying with us. I always enjoy listening to that message from our wonderful friend, Heclina, as she talks about her club, Oasis, which I actually hosted a party there this past Friday, the 13th. So I really enjoy that location. If you haven't been there, please go to Oasis here in San Francisco for tons of fun. um, And you'll enjoy it for sure. Now, we just came out of our part one for our interview with Manila Luzon. So here we go. With part two, Manila Luzon. Well, you know, you, you are, out of all of the girls that have come out and done their thing, you are, have so much music material out there. You have, you have embraced this recording artist, video maker thing like nobody's a business girl.
2: Oh,
1: thank you. Right. Well, it's a lot of fun. Well, I mean, but and um, it's good stuff. And it's not, it's not, you know what I mean? It's not like, I mean, definitely there's some, you know, tongue-in-cheek songs out there, but the, the work is quality work. It's not... You know, it, it is some of it's fun, and we and we enjoy watching it from a fun standpoint. But it's good stuff, and you keep doing it and putting it out day in and day out all the time. It's just great to see that. I mean, this is like y- you have a music career.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was <laughs> it was a fun it was a fun transition. I mean, I'm already being hired to jump up on a stage and you know perform a song. So I thought, well, might as well be my song anyway, right? Mm -hmm. Because like, I don't want to show up to the club and have have two other girls like have my same, you know, Lady Gaga mix. You (laughs) know what I mean? Like, (laughs) I know if I show up to I I show up to my to my gig and I'm singing my own song, the probability is that I'm going to be only one with that song, right?
1: Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) know, I've actually I worked with um, because I've been doing it, like so many songwriters and producers and DJs approach me
5: mm-hmm.
2: um, and they want to work with me and they're like, oh, we're writing a song, what do you in mind, what do you think? And, you know, hell, I'm not going to turn that stuff down. I love to, like, collaborate with, like, creative people yeah. and, and make a song envision while I'm writing the song what the video is going to look like what costumes I'm going to wear like what my makeup is going to be like what's the whole? It's, the song and the music is more than just the song it's the right. whole video the visuals the dresses the makeup you know, I want to give that um, live performance aspect to the drag but mm-hmm. I want to be able to present it in like you know uh like a more elaborate like
5: mm-hmm. realization and stuff you know mm-hmm. what i mean like it's really it's like the whole fantasy like put down on film yeah. for like
2: three minutes what, you know yeah. you know like they don't, they don't get to watch me on the show anymore because i'm not being you know i'm not showing up in their living room like every monday
1: this is kind of your monday it is kind of your it, your your videos are kind of your monday for us
2: yeah, and I put a lot of work into it. I have a lot of, I have a lot of extra time, but it's like all very challenging. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I think of every, I think of everything I do as like a RuPaul's Drag Race challenge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, let's throw together a song because I really, really wanted to have an outfit that is dinosaur themed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me write a song about dinosaurs and then come up with a bunch of costumes and then make a support one.
1: I, one of my favorite songs of yours for a couple of reasons. Well the first one's because I like the song. Um and that's um Stuck on You. That's a, oh thank that's you. A, yeah, that's that's kind of a really love song. Fun. That's like that's it. and I you know, I love the video. It's a very, you know, it's a very dramatic piece. It's very um you know, no tongue no tongue in no tongue and cheek. It's real serious. And I think that was one of the first times that I've seen you perform, you know, in a music video that it was that kind of laid out where the lyrics and the song were were very serious to the point where we you know we saw you in as your in boy drag and and all of that it was a, a real what was the whole concept what made you like put that particular song together?
2: The song was really really beautiful and I really wanted to I'm um, a love songs so mm-hmm. I really wanted to kind of like uh, you know talk about my love life mm-hmm. like as a drag queen on the road and so I kind of made it a an um, autobiography biographical because you know on the show people got to know me as a person Mm -hmm. you know i'm not like an actor playing a role like manila is not a character that was written for me i I, that's just kind of who i am Mm -hmm. you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so i mean it's a little bit more like presented than like my regular normal self but people saw me on tv as carl And they saw me do the transformation into drag. That's part of why people love drag so much, because it is a transformation. Mm -hmm. And uh, I wanted to show, like, you know, kind of, you know, what what it's like to be in a relationship while I'm always on the road.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
2: (laughs) So I wanted to make something that kind of told a story of, like, what my life is doing at the time. Because in an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race, I, I would talk about it in, in the intact episode. You know what I mean? Yeah. But because I don't really, you know, like, I don't really want to sit there and talk to people like, you know, just, you know, put a camera up and say, "Hey, you going on my life. I'll make a music video out of it.
1: Yeah. But, well, I really like that. I really like that. Um, that um that song and the video that went along with it. So, But the second reason I like it, of course, is because Pablo Hernandez is in it. And- <laughs> Amen, honey. Amen. <laughs> and I'm like, girl, you know, there are a lot of people out there who would love to be in your shoes just for the fact that you guys work so much together. You guys are, definitely have a creative partnership that has been rewarding for both of you all, both of you. And it's a joy to see that. And now with him and his 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 new song out, um, and it doing so well with the video views that it's kind of remarkable. I I don't see there's there's probably no end to this. Um, like I said, this creative relationship between the two of you because it definitely works on camera. I'm sure you enjoy it a lot.
2: Oh yeah, it's yeah. Any excuse to um to have Pablo Hernandez take his shirt off and let me touch him inappropriately. And with the, uh, you know, I'm, I'm the guys of, oh, we're making a music video. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, no, Paolo's a great person. I've always, I, I mean, he's just a beautiful man. Mm-hmm. And then he's also just like a really amazingly sweet person. With, you know, he's very mature for his age. He's quite young. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we work really well together. We Because of that video, we became friends. And, you know, we've it just he always works to me.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And what? besides, he also makes my he also makes my bra he's so big and muscly that, you know, standing next to me makes my uh, Right, exactly Ma- makes you look little a little
1: petite, right? Yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Love it, love I it, love, I love drag it. Drag is all about proportions, you know. <laughs> drag is all about proportions. You're I'm only going to look like the giant six foot four man that I am in drag (laughs) if I stand next to like my actual boyfriend who's only five foot four. (laughs) (laughs) I'm only going to look like the the illusion will be ruined.
1: Oh, exactly right. All right. Oh my god. Boy, I always love when we talk about Pablo Hernandez and Manila. Definitely enjoys working with him of course and so what we are going to do before we go into our commercial you're going to hear Manila Luzon doing her song Stuck on You which features in her video Pablo Hernandez so we'll be right back after the song and the commercial.
3: time
7: jason collins talked about gay athletes the sisters of perpetual indulgence discussed activism and good works actor and director rob reiner explained how he got hollywood behind same-sex marriage barney frank described what it's like to be gay at the highest levels of washington and join us in person the next time you're in san francisco the commonwealth club of california puts you face to face with today's thought leaders
1: Welcome back. Thank you again for coming back after the commercial break. We are going into our final segment with uh, Manila Luzon's interview. And I hope you enjoyed the last song that we played there on Stuck On You. But here's a little bit more of my chat with Manila Luzon. Well, you know, you've got this music career going, and I know, and I do. You have a graphic design background; I, I'm aware of that. Oh yeah, for sure. We're a, we're, which I'm sure definitely, you know, lends itself to everything that you're doing because that I can definitely see all that creativity in, in in the work that you do, from costuming to, like you said, the visuals, all of that. So I definitely can see that. But what else is it that you're you're either moving toward in 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 direction with your career? Or, you know, hope to move into at some point.
2: I've been trying this year, which is it's being really slow because I'm just so busy with just, like my actual job of like performing and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. you know, I've been putting a lot of music and music videos out this year as well. But um, I've been I've been working on going back to my graphic design roots actually and mm. I'm starting to design I'm tr- and illustrate a little bit more. I'm trying to figure out how to make some money at it. Um one of my first jobs ever as a graphic designer was designing t t-shirt, so um, I've been toying with the idea of, of starting a line of, of t-shirts, not necessarily like Manila, like, souvenir or like, you know, Manila merchandise, mm-hmm. as, as opposed to just stuff that, you know, gay guys and fans of Drag queens would like to wear.
1: There's like period. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's not necessarily like Manila specific. It's just, you know, drag enthusiast and homosexual like lifestyle,
1: like, you know, clothing.
2: Right, right.
1: T shirt design. T shirt design. I'm not clothing designers. Nothing that requires a lot It's really
2: hard to do. I'm trying to do this, right? So the problem is that I never have any time to actually do anything to sit down on my computer and actually start designing. Yeah. Which is crazy because I've been so busy doing everything else because of this thing. But it's like one of those things where, you know, it comes really naturally to me so I'm just going to let it, like, I'm just letting it kind of, like, let, go let it boil organically. to the top on I'm not on forcing its own. anything.
1: Yeah, just let it boil to the top on its own and at some point you'll have to go ahead and, Address it before it boils over. You, you know, just kind of let it do that.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, literally, like if this whole drag thing goes down the toilet, I still like we'll will have some kind of like thing to fall back on. Yeah. Go back to the office.
1: You've, you've got the plan already. <laughs> Make some
2: logos and some packaging for people. Why go. not? You
1: know? There you go. Well, you're coming to San Francisco here soon, in, in in a few weeks. Um, you know, one of many times that you've been here, and I know I've I've spoken to so many of the, of the other girls and you know San Francisco has for many of them you know holds a special place for them um with the fans in here what what is San Francisco in the in, in the in the the gay scene here what is that like what is that to you um
2: i love San Francisco there's just a lot of like gay history mm-hmm. in San Francisco and like coming in as like an outsider it it, it does feel like i'm just visiting and mm-hmm. i and i get to you know pass through and play like a little bit of a minor part but I realized that like San Francisco is like you know it's kind of like gay capital of the of the state Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so it's really cool just to come come through and kind of live that live that uh, and experience the life out there I mean I love the city it's great it has like a really amazing energy and it's really creative and wacky and weird so I, I love I love coming to
1: San Francisco well, I wanna thank you for spending a few minutes with me. And um I definitely look I will definitely be there when you're here in a few weeks and um say hey Hey! Yeah. hey I am really
2: excited. I've
1: been to San
5: Francisco
2: in such a long time. Yes,
1: so. well like you said, you've been I really,
5: really
1: And we we're, and, we're, and I'm finding that out like um you can really tell like who's been, you can really tell who's been like working their asses off. Because we don't get to see you as often as we, you know, did from the, like, the beginning.
2: We I know, <laughs> I know. I feel, I feel like, well, there's because there's so many, there's so many queens now, mm-hmm. and there's everyone wants a part of it. So, like, you know, we can only be in so many places at once. You know? <laughs> so it's it's hard. It's hard.
1: Well, we could all wish for having a life that's so hard like that. I tell you, you know, what we all dream about that. Well, thank you, girl, for being a, first of all, thank you for doing what you do, and thank you for being a good representation of what it is that you represent, because, um, Oh, you know, thank you, know, you, of course. You, you know, if you're going to be out there and, and with millions of people with their eyes on you, you know, I'm glad that what they're seeing is, a good, is getting a good message and saying that it's all entertainment, that it's good, fun entertainment where people enjoy watching and it doesn't hurt a damn soul. Thank you. Yeah, it's
2: it's a lot of fun, and I I love that. Like because of RuPaul's Drag Race, yeah. Like there's the audience is now so much larger than it ever has been. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of fun. So I mean the the, the art form is is like uh, is like legit. It's, mm-hmm. it's serious. It's a serious art form. Yeah. So I'm really lucky to be to be one of the
1: the people yeah. kind of pushing it forward. Yeah. Fantastic.
2: Well, I will I will see you soon in Francisco.
1: Of- okay, babe, right, take care. I'll see you soon. Okay, Bye. Bye-bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. It was really fun to speak with Manila as she was preparing to come to San Francisco next week. And she visits the Big Top Party at Bo with hopefully a performance and all of that good stuff. But for more information on her appearance there, just go to www.bo, that's B. E-A-U-X-S-F dot com. And you should be able to find out exactly the times and whatnot, all the particulars of her visit there. I want to thank her, of course, for, um, taking the time to speak with me. Um, next week on the show, I will be speaking with the transgender pioneer and model, Lauren Foster, who has just introduced a new trans resource website called justanothergirl.org. I had a wonderful time speaking with her, and I want to share that um, interview with her. Now, like I said, the Manila On took up most of our show, if not all of it, and I'm going to end the show with a little bit more as we go out with her title track from her album Eternal Queen and um, I also want to mention that the interview that you just heard, an abridged version of that is in the November 13 issue of Gloss Magazine so if you want to kind of read over a little bit what you heard, you can pick that up at your earliest convenience and just kind of see some of the pictures and whatnot. But here is Eternal Queen from Manila Luzon, and I want to say goodbye, and I'll see you next week here on It's Everything with me, B.B. Sweet.
0: Thanks so much for joining us. For all of our programs, head to michellemiao.com. We had only started
3: and all at once you parted Left me be brokenhearted Can't wrap my head around it You left me so astounded Cause love I finally found On going, but my love for you keeps growing can not wrap my head around it. You left me so astounded. Cause love I finally found it But I will take all the pain it's intense statues in your And you